Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 94, looking at Deuteronomy 33 and 34, and then John chapter 19, verses 38, into chapter 20 and verse 9. Well, today we finish Deuteronomy, completing our journey through the first five books of the Bible. Moses comes toward the end of his life, but before he does, he once again blesses the tribes of Israel. How far the people have come, and how blessed they are by God. Moses' final words to them were said to remind them of such blessings, so that they would never forget what God has given them. As he neared his final moments, God had one more blessing for Moses. He took him up the mountainside and showed him all the land that would one day belong to the people. The Lord in his mercy showed Moses what all the struggle, all the heartache, all the leadership was all about. Though Moses was to come to the end, the Lord had brought the people to the promised land through his ministry. Notice how Deuteronomy ends. There's never been a prophet, nor ever will be, one quite like Moses. He really truly was incredible. God truly had done mighty things through this servant. And what a testament. Yes, the consequence of his sin meant death before the promised land, but God had truly worked through Moses and the people have been blessed because of it. And it made me think, how will people talk about you after you've died? Will they declare you as a faithful servant of the Lord Jesus? I would encourage you to live now the person you wish to be remembered for. There's nothing quite like a man or a woman on fire for Christ Jesus. After the death of Jesus in John's Gospel, he was buried in a nearby tomb. It would have been a great honour to have been buried in an unused tomb. It was there that the body of Jesus was laid to rest, wrapped in linen cloths and lovingly cared for. Yet death was not the end. Death was never going to be the end. For the plan of God was more than the cross. The most powerful moment of God's plan was yet to occur. Three days later, the tomb was visited by Mary. Shockingly, the tomb was open. And having told Peter and John, these two disciples ran to the tomb to see what had happened. They were met with an empty tomb. The body of Jesus gone. All that was left was the neatly folded linen cloths that once contained Jesus. It's important to note that at this point the disciples did not understand How could this be? Where was Jesus? Has somebody robbed the grave? Has Jesus been taken away? They had not understood or at the very least could not remember with conviction that Jesus promised he would rise from the dead. And we find here that without the Spirit of God guiding our hearts, we can so easily forget and lack understanding over the plan of God. We know as the reader that Jesus had risen from the dead. We know that this was not a confusing moment, but a powerful one. We know that the plan of God was being fulfilled and that Jesus had defeated both sin and death. We know that this moment is not one of discouragement but instead of intense joy. For Jesus was not dead. He is now alive. I was reminded of a conversation with my daughter. She asked, why do we celebrate Jesus being alive on Easter Sunday and not on any other day? Because surely he's alive every day. In this simple question we see the monumental truth. Jesus was is and will forever be alive. He can celebrate in him every day we live and if we place our faith in him we can celebrate his name for eternity. So the question I have today is do you live right now as one who celebrates the risen Lord Jesus just as my daughter asked do you celebrate every single day that Jesus is alive? Never forget the victory, never forget the power, never forget that Jesus is alive. Let's pray. Father, simply we praise you that Jesus is alive. We pray that we would live with the joy of knowing that our Saviour defeated sin and death.
Father, we pray that we would live as those known as faithful. And Father, we pray that your name would be glorified as we do so. We pray this in your name. Amen.